after the season that Shohei had in 2022, can he get better? And what would teams give up for Shohei Otani if we happen to trade with them? And we're going to tell you why we believe that Shohei won't be traded at all in this offseason or next season. You're Locked On with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And John and I thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. We're free and available on all platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And while you're listening, you can give us a rate and a review. It helps others to find the pod. And for those watching on YouTube, you can like, comment, subscribe, and click the bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. Happy Friday to you, and thank you for joining us for this edition of Locked On Angels, where it's your team Every single day, you've got the Frisch Brothers, a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros, here with you. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. So, Mike, there's been a lot of talk around Shohei Otani, as always, and we have seen that ramp up in the last few weeks. There's playoffs going on, the World Series starts this week, and man, we have so much conversation happening around Shohei Otani, the Angels, Mike Trout, It seems like people can't keep us out of their mouths, Mike. (laughs) Keep my team out your mouth. (laughs) Yeah, we've been the talk of the town, haven't we? Yeah, we're not going to slap anybody. (laughs) We've been the talk of the town, man. We've really had... uh, We've had the the attention of Major League Baseball, and yeah. and and I, I, let me just tell you that I'm I'm not opposed to it. I, I know that we want good media press coverage, but I really like that people are turning their attention to Anaheim, and and it's funny because they've ignored Mike Trout and Shohei Otani for the last few years, but right. now all of a sudden everybody's like, well, Mike Trout needs to get out of there, and Shohei Otani needs to get out of there. And I'm really hopeful that this next season in 2023, everybody's going to be shocked and chagrined at how well the Angels play and the fact that they actually make the playoffs would be even better. So I think that the attention is always good. Controversy creates cash, as Eric Bischoff would say. And so (laughs) I I love a little bit of controversy. Plus, we haven't even figured out who the owner is. We don't know what's going to happen there yet. And so there's still a lot of great news that will be coming up. So Tuning in and being right here is exactly where you need to be. Yes, exactly. Right where you are is where you need to be. I love that. Very uh, poetic. Thank Uh, you. (laughs) We had Shohei Otani get an interview in a Sports Illustrated article. Yeah. And he, he brought up an interesting topic about, well, how can he be better as a player? And you and I hear that and we go... How, it's impossible. You can't right. be better as a player. You're the best player in the game. You're already the unicorn. <laughs> but isn't that great and isn't that awesome of him to recognize, all right, you know, maybe I had a shortcoming here or there. There's something I could improve on and there's something I could get better at. That's what athletes do. Yep. That's what generational talents do. And that's what Shohei Otani is. He didn't get to where he is today because he coasted on the fact that he's very good at what he does. He continues to work hard and get better, and we've seen that season over season, and especially in 21 and 22. But what are some of the things that he brought up 
in that Sports Illustrated article. Well, they were asking him about the team, right? And, and with this team, can it get better? And can they get to the playoffs and things like that? And what I love about Shohei is he always personalizes it. He always mm-hmm. takes responsibility and ownership. And he said, what I have control over is me. That's right. To get better in the offseason. He, he said, I want to do better than last year. I want to do better than this year. The, the better I get, the better chances of us getting to the postseason. So that's my focus. But Johnny, as he talks about getting better, the question that we are wrestling with and that all Angel fans are wrestling with is how much better can Shohei <laughs> be? Like, right. what does it mean to get better? better. And so, Johnny, why don't we throw out some thoughts here that might be some things where Shohei could improve with this caveat that he's already the unicorn, right? Yeah, absolutely. Let me start by making an observation about his 2021 season where he was the MVP. That was his best hitting season. Yes. And the pitching was decent. It was good enough yep. to to be a starter in the rotation. And then in 22, the roles kind of flipped. He was a pretty dang good hitter this yep. season. But, right. And he was actually, it, the batting average was even higher. He didn't hit as many home runs, but the batting yep. average was higher. But the pitching was out of this world this season, Mike. In fact, it was the first time he got to double-digit wins in his career. So I think for me, that's something I'd like to see again and be repeated, help him get to double-digit wins. And yep. a lot of that has to do with the fact that the bullpen was better. I know it was frustrating, but it was better than in 21. And they held Shohei's lead if he wasn't the one to come out of the game, right? He stayed in yeah, the game to make right. sure his lead was secure. But for <laughs> right. me, I, I, to, for him to get double-digit wins as a pitcher, that's a huge improvement. And I'd love to see him do that again. I also would love to see him combine the stats of 21, the hitting stats, with the pitching stats of 22. So that's one way. I think that we could see him improve, have the total package happen in 23. Johnny, what do you think is better for the Angels? Is Shohei in 2021 with the strong bat better, or is Shohei in 2022 as the strong pitcher better? Which one would you rather have this next season in light of the fact that you know he's going to be great with each. He's going to be in the top 10 with both. But what would you rather see Shohei be more... Uh, extraordinary in hitting or pitching? I want to see him be great at pitching again. And the reason I say that is because in 21, we needed his bat desperately. We had no Mike Trout. We had no Anthony Rendon. It was really just kind of him and Jared Walsh and sometimes Justin Upton, right, in 21. And so for him to carry the team on his back and carry that offense the way that he did, I mean, I'm not surprised that He had a better pitching season this year because he could relax a little bit. He wasn't carrying the offense the way he had to in 21. Now, I know that we struggled with offense in 22, and I think that is another area in which Shohei Otani can improve is the clutch hitting. And what I mean by that is when he struggled, it was because the team was struggling. That's something that happens to every team, and it's also going to happen to every player. When your team is down in the dumps and down on their luck, It affects everybody, but what I would like to see is Shohei Otani have the ability to hold his head above that and continue to be awesome and extraordinary at his hitting, even when the team is down. And even though the team was struggling when we were going through that losing streak, and then we, you know, were having game after game, loss after loss, and then Shohei was the one getting the win on the mound. That's what I'm talking about. Him yeah. being the one to get the win on the mound. That the, the team's performance didn't affect 
his performance pitching-wise. So I would love to see that be applied to the hitting category for him in 23. I really think that it would be great to see him improve in his uh, ability to go deep into games. That Mm -hmm. stretch in August and September where he was just rolling and Mm -hmm. he was pitching so well, I want to see that Shohei for the entire season. And and I know he's going to have a bad start here or there, but the Shohei we saw in August, September, October, really uh, at at the end of September and beginning of October, uh, that Shohei was one who was really consistent with his pitches. Mm -hmm. He knew where he wanted to throw it and when he wanted to throw it. And then when he needed to get out of an inning, suddenly he's throwing 100, 101, and he's like, here, try to hit this. I want to see that confident Shohei at the beginning of the year as well. And I think that that would be a game changer for this team because if they can get off to a really good start and and I know they got off to a pretty good start this last season but I think it off to a really good start and Shohei is just mowing people down think like he's eight and oh by June or by the beginning of the all-star break right Mm -hmm. that that I think would be a game changer for this team so I'd love to see Shohei go a bit deeper in games maybe even get a complete game or two and and throw a shutout or two I think that that's how he can improve as well I've got one more stat I want to throw by you actually a couple here so uh the combination of on-base percentage and slugging adds up as we all know to on-base plus slugging or OPS and get this Mike, did you know in his rookie season, his OPS was 925? And wow. you know what it was in 21? 965. Wow. And last season, it was 875. So that was actually the third best season with OPS. Dang. I would love to see him get on base a little bit more, not because yep. of slugging, but because he took some walks. And if there's anybody in the league that people are going to be afraid to throw to, it's going to be Shohei Otani. So yeah. if he can hold back on the swinging and missing or trying to crush something and be a little bit more patient and take some walks. Now it depends on where he is in the lineup. Of course, if he's batting three or clean up or fifth or whatever, then you want him to swing the bat, especially if there's runners on, but if he's going up there and has the ability to get on base because pitchers are tentative about throwing to him, I would love to see him have a better eye in that regard so that he gets on base even more. I think that would add to his game so much more. Well, coming up on Lockdown Angels, we're going to talk more about Otani, and we're going to answer the question, will he be traded or not during this offseason or during the next regular season? John and I think that it's not going to happen, and we'll explain why. But first, Lockdown Angels is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your football betting info and the start of the NBA season. You can find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles, and analysis on every game that you can possibly find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sport wagering information. They have live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. Really, BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including the World Series and MMA, boxing, and golf. You can head to BetOnline.net right now or use your mobile device to learn more. Remember, BetOnline is where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. And for your second listen today, you got to check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, you can find it on this app. 
YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Johnny, it seems like every fan and everybody connected to every other team besides the Angels has created a scenario on how they're going to get <laughs> Shohei Otani <laughs> on true. their team, right? And so before we talk about if we think he's going to get traded or not, let's first talk about those trade proposals. And over the next few weeks and months during the offseason, we're going to throw one of those trade proposals at y'all and let you figure out if you would actually make this trade or or not. Mm-hmm. So, Johnny, here's the proposal. I'd love your thoughts. This one was from a uh, Dodger account on Twitter mm-hmm. and said, okay, of course they get Shohei Otani, and in return, the Angels would get right-handed pitcher Dustin May, catcher Diego Cartaya, who is actually, I think, their number one or in their top mm-hmm. five prospects, mm-hmm. second baseman Michael Bush, right-handed pitcher Gavin Stone, outfielder Annie Pajes, and outfielder James Ottman. Mm-hmm. And so here's here's some of the conversations that have been uh, surrounding this trade rumor. One conversation was that this package would be a franchise-altering deal for both sides. Mm -hmm. With the Angels, they're getting six players with top 100 prospect value. And with the Dodgers, they're plugging a hole in their rotation and furthering, bolstering that potent lineup. I mean, they're Mm -hmm. really going to be replacing somebody like Cody Bellinger with a Shohei Otani if they actually (laughs) trade for him. So it would be a franchise-altering decision to trade Shohei and for the Dodgers to actually get him and trade all of these guys. Johnny, what's your what's your initial thoughts on this rumored potential trade for Shohei Otani to the Dodgers? Well, at least the person who wrote this uh, proposal as a Dodger fan was realistic about what it would take to get Shohei Otani because some yes. of the trade scenarios that are out there are like a return of two or three players, and I'm like. Right. Absolutely not. Not going to happen. And I love, I love that there's, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six players yeah. in this proposal. And that's exactly what it would take to get Shohei Otani. And I agree. This is franchise altering. It really jeopardizes the Dodgers' future, and it makes our future that much better. And Mike, here's my hang-up about it, and it has nothing to do with the fact that we would lose Shohei. If I look at the other side of this argument, Shohei Otani is going to be on a essentially 111 team. And yeah. it will make them that much better. Yeah, And I know that they have some players who are going away and whatnot. But you already had 111 wins. Right. And you got to the playoffs, and then you got beat by San Diego. Yeah. And I know Shohei Otani is amazing and can win you one of those, one of those games in the playoffs so that you don't lose to the Padres as quickly. But... I, 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 you're already 111 wins. I, I yeah. don't know why you would give up your entire future yeah. uh, for Shohei Otani here. I mean, obviously, he's going to make them better and pretty much guarantee a spot in the playoffs. And like I said, I know some of the players are going away. They might not hit 111 again. But still, I think that you're you're giving up a lot as the Dodgers to get Shohei Otani here. So I, I just don't see it happening. As an Angel fan, would I go for this? This is pretty dang tempting, Mike. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is, it doesn't get any better than this. Right. To trade and get six players from the Dodgers who are top 100 prospect value. I mean, James Altman and Diego Cartaya, I know those names, and I'm yeah. an Angel fan. Right. I know Dustin May. I know he's been up and down with the with the Angels, and or, uh, sorry, with the Dodgers. And, and so I know some of these names because of how big they are and how popular yep. they are. So yep. I don't know, man. I, it's it's tempting. I, I I'm not sure if it would set us back because we'd lose our our ace but i feel like you could get 
an immediate impact from several of these players, especially yeah. Pajes, Outman, and Dustin May. Right. And maybe even Diego Carte. I know we just got Logan and Hoppy, but yeah. I uh, <laughs> I don't know if I would pull the trigger. This is really t- tough. What, what would you think? Well, you know, we did our GM episodes the last two days, and mm-hmm. you wouldn't have to sign anybody if you traded Shohei and got all of these guys. No because kidding. these guys would fill all the holes that you almost, almost all the holes that you need, right? Yeah. And and I'm, let, let me speak for our friends at Locked On Dodgers for a second. If I'm in their seat and I see this trade proposal, this isn't a regular season decision. This is a, we're going to get to the World Series decision. And right. if Shohei was on the team... This season, this last season, would he have gotten them past at least the Padres? And I think the answer is yes. No, and then for sure. would would he have gotten them to the World Series and in the World Series and if potentially playing the Astros? Well, when the Angels played the Astros, they went four and one in Shohei starts, mm-hmm. and the only one that they lost was the first game of the year, and that was a really tight game. And yeah. Shohei beat the Astros and really, really beat them. He bullied them. And, yeah. and we, we struggle against the Astros. And so I think that if I'm the Dodgers, I'm making this move and I'm, I'm, I'm not giving up my future because you're going to get a World Series ring and, and you're going to go for it. Our friend Soli. Yeah, yeah, our friend Soli on Locked on MLB actually had a really great segment on the Padres and the Phillies going for it and, mm-hmm. and, and making the decisions because they're they're. They were one or two games behind, and they needed to make the decisions. And if you're if you're there, you you forfeit the future for the present because you may not be there again. And so I think the Dodgers they've learned that you're, you you can't just automatically get there, right? If I'm yeah. on the Angels side of things, I'm with you. This looks really enticing. This looks really good. And if we get these guys, it also gives us a whole lot more trade pieces to maybe Mm. get some of those big arms or big hitters that we would need. And so this is really, really tempting. (laughs) I just don't think that if we made this trade, there would be an immediate impact for the Angels. I think it would actually probably come at the end of next season or maybe the following season. Like 2024 could be that big year where everything pops for them. Prospects are hard, man, because you you never know what you're going to get. And and I know the Dodgers develop probably the best in the league besides the Astros. And, And to me, this is super tempting. But I think the reason why I'm hesitant is because I want to see us run it back. I yeah. want to see us go for it with Shohei yeah. Otani and try it again. And and so that's why I think I'm hesitant to make a deal here in terms of who we'd get from the Dodgers versus Shohei Otani because I want to see him win with us and I yes. want to see him get us to the playoffs and help Mike Trout get there. And it really comes down to can they just – get the right pieces in place to make it happen. Yeah. If you're going to roll over and die like we've done in past off seasons, <laughs> then yes, trade Shohei Otani and get the get the haul. Because if you plan on bringing back Juan Lagares and all those guys again, then right. you're just wasting everybody's time. So I better see some good moves out of Perry Manassi in this offseason, especially after we did our GM episodes. I don't want to do a better job than the guy who gets no, paid to do his job. We've given him a lot of help. <laughs> And so he just needs to tune in and figure it out. And and yeah, I'm with you. I, I would love to see us run it back with Shohei, even even if we only get him for this next season. Like to win with him and let's say he signs somewhere else, I would take that all day long because you got a World Series ring. Mike Trout's got a World Series ring and you're able to mm-hmm. celebrate a victory and be the champions. And that's the thing that we want to be is the champions again.
Well, we talked about that trade proposal from the Dodgers, and it's all well and good, and it's a lot of fun to speculate, but <laughs> Mike, you and I think that he's not going anywhere. No, I don't think Shohei's going anywhere, and, and here's a couple of reasons why. First of all, if you trade for Shohei Otani either right now in the offseason or at the trade deadline in July next season, you're only guaranteed to get him for the full season or for a half a season. And mm-hmm. and there's not a guarantee that he's going to re-sign with you. And that's the thing with Shohei is he's played all of his pieces, all of his cards close to the chest. And so there's right. not a guarantee that he's going to re-sign. So we talked about that Dodgers trade. I mean, you're giving up six guys and there isn't a guarantee that Shohei's going to stay. That's one of the reasons why I don't think that he gets traded this offseason or at the trade deadline next season. Yeah, once he has the ability to go to free agency, it's really anyone's game. So I think what people are trading for here is the guaranteed year or half year of yeah. Shohei Otani to get them to the finish line and to the World Series. Because, yeah, like you said in the last segment, this is a World Series move. This is the kind of move you make when you plan on getting to the World Series. And so it's it's franchise-altering. Yeah. And you have to trade in order to guarantee that you're going to get him because once 2023 is over, it's his decision to make. It's in his hands. We're right back to where we were before he signed in 2018 of, where's he going to land? Where's he going to go? Let's free up some cap space. Let's free up money. And then he chose us because we gave him the best opportunity to do both. So there's no guarantee that he comes back. Another, Another issue is... What you're giving up is a lot for what could be a year of Otani yeah. or a half a season of Otani if it's at the trade deadline. And like like you said, it's got to be a World Series or bust move if that's what you're planning on doing. So bringing in him and then having enough supporting cast, like with the Dodgers, I, I could see them going to the World Series with Shohei. But again, that's that's a lot to give up because you're not guaranteed to get there all the time, right? Yeah. And injuries could happen, problems could happen. You never know what could happen there as well. Yeah. John, you brought up a good point too, where when Shohei signed with us, the incentive was that the Angels were like, hey, we're going to let you be who you are. And they had to figure mm-hmm. that out. It took some time. And they finally were like, you know what? We're not we're not going to rest you after a, after a start. We're just going to let you right. be in the starting rotation. And then we're going to let you be the starting DH the next day. And mm-hmm. that's why I think that Joe Madden is completely wrong when he says that Shohei doesn't want to stay in Anaheim and doesn't love it as much as he used to. Because I think that Shohei saw that the Angels were like, we're going to be able to allow you to do whatever you need to do. I think did that he, did he say that he said that in an interview he said that he thinks Shohei's gonna leave because he doesn't like it here anymore and that he actually now can do whatever he wants that Anaheim what? isn't specific to what he needs anymore because everybody has now discovered what he actually can do what a rascal <laughs> Joe Madden he said that yeah what a goober right <laughs> I, I don't think that he's going to uh, want to leave Anaheim. I think yeah. I think the Angels have to figure out what's the incentive for him to stay, and I don't think it's mm-hmm. just money. I think it's actually it's actually getting the pieces around and, and, and winning because, mm-hmm. again, the incentive for him to come here in the first place was, yes, buddy, you can pitch and you can hit, and then they said, yeah. we're just going to let you do whatever the heck you want to do, and it's ended up becoming a really great deal for him. And so I don't think he wants to leave Anaheim. I don't think he wants to leave the Angels. And I think he wants to honor what they've done for him back in 2018 when everybody said that, oh, we're not sure if he's going to be good. And in spring training, they said, oh, this guy looks terrible. And then there's an article that (laughs) happened before spring training that said, oh, he's he's going to be overmatched in the major leagues. And all of those people, oh, they all look terrible, right? They all look 
awful and they they were wrong now everybody wants him and everybody right. wants him on the team and i think that i think shohei's smarter than that if i'm shohei i'm looking at that i'm noticing that and i'm going what can the angels do for me yeah i want a big mm-hmm. contract yeah i would love to have financial stability but i want to honor this team i like these people and i wonder i wonder if that's why they decided to stick with Phil Nevin. Now, there's a lot of reasons why, but I wonder if that's one of the reasons why they decided to stick with Phil. I wonder if there's a relationship between Shohei and Phil that's actually really beneficial. Oh, I hadn't considered that. That's a really good point. Hey, MLB Trade Rumors did their off-season overview that they do for every team, and they actually did theirs for the Angels, and they compared the uncertainty around the Nationals and Juan Soto because of the Nationals' ownership situation is also changing, and... Soto was not committed to staying with the team because he didn't know what the ownership situation would be. And then they kind of compared that to what's happening with Shohei in Anaheim. And to me, I I thought that was a great point. And I really enjoy MLB trade rumors. I think they do great coverage without any bias and they don't, you know, have a dig at the, uh, at the angels or anything in their content. They just report what's there. They make great suggestions. And so the difference for me was between Juan Soto and Shohei's situation is that the next owner who comes in to buy the angels is not going to break it down like the Miami Marlins group did. No, he's not. We're not going to tear it down and rebuild because this is a valuable team. We covered it a few days ago that they're the sixth most valuable team in the greater LA area. Yep. And anybody who's going to invest in this team is going to want to invest in a winner. And honestly, Mike, that's another reason why he's not going to be traded yeah. because if ownership is coming in, they're going to want Shohei Otani here. Right. And if the process goes quickly, we could see new ownership as early as April or by the middle of the season, uh, by the end of 2023. So they'll have a better picture of what the ownership situation will look like. And I think that's important to Shohei Otani as well. Before he makes his decision, he'll want to know who's coming in, and they'll probably want to work with him and work out a deal possibly. Uh, Obviously, it's not going to be Artie and Perry negotiating an extension for Shohei. It's going to be the next ownership group. But I don't see Otani going anywhere because he needs to be part of what you get when you buy the Angels this season. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen today. For your next listen, check out our friends at the Locked On Sports Today podcast. They share some of the biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day, which is a whole lot of fun. It's available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. want you to give us a follow at Lockdown Angels on Twitter and at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram because it's a very spooky Monday mailbag on <laughs> yep. Monday, right, Mike? It's Halloween mailbag. It is a Halloween mailbag. We would love all of your questions, all of your thoughts. You can let us know about your offseason moves. You can let us know about why you think Shohei would be traded or wouldn't be traded. And you can do that by reaching out to us on, on YouTube, or you can reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram, or you can call us and leave a voicemail, 714 409 63 Nine six. That phone number will be in the episode description on YouTube or wherever you're listening to the show. Of course, on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We really hope that you'll get in our mentions and send us some messages for our spooky Monday mailbag. Uh, maybe send us what scares you the most about the angels. How about that as a prompt? <laughs> hey, 
<laughs> All right. Well, until Monday's show, we hope that you have a great weekend. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. That's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Angels, and we will see you on Monday.